Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, now, the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. I was talking to a friend of mine from Los Angeles over the weekend, and I heard something very interesting. Very interesting. If you're a, a person who travels a lot, like Brad Blanks. Oh, yeah. And airports a lot. You know, they have those charging towers now. Right. Oh, yeah. You're not supposed to use those. You plug really? your phone in. Yeah. Well, the Los Angeles district attorney put a, tw- a tweet out last week mm-hmm. that whatever you do, don't use those charging stations at airports or malls because there's a bunch of criminals out there who somehow... Uh, they're, they have to, some like, kind of mini them. computer and they hack into you. They wow. got, or they actually put the malware wow. into your phone and they can download everything you have in there. Yeah, oh they, they issued really? that warning back in the beginning of the summer, but they, so many people. I didn't you, hear it. Yeah, yeah. They, actually, you get to the airport and you're always in a rush, you know? And then if you have a few spare minutes, you want to charge up yeah. before you get on board. And I saying, plug it in, I plug mine in all the time. What you do. Uh, use your own charging cord and right. plug it in an outlet. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. But then you have to have the outlet adapter. See, and the beautiful thing about those charging towers is you just need to have the one single cord. The, like, USB cord or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Can they yeah. download your photos? They can yes. do whatever they want. All whatever of they those have. randy pictures yeah. of yeah. you and Prince Andrew. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Here's, here's how it works. Randy a com- Bradley. A, com- a, a computer shots. is concealed within the kiosk or cables left plugged in that are programmed to automatically pair up with smartphones when they're plugged in uh-huh. the rogue computer can then freely access all the info stored on you know an ipad or an iphone passwords emails address books photos text messages can even do a full backup on your phone all which can be accessed by the criminals wow so that's a that's a bulletin. The uh, I guess it's been around for a while. Obviously, if you heard about it in the, in the, summer, of the summer, yeah. But I think that but they I missed it. They're trying to like really, really push it again because whenever there's a big travel season, they try to get that info out because yeah. they have not been able to stop it. Scary, oh, yeah. and you I'm have so a, much. We carry so much info on our phone. I'm gonna take it seriously now that I've learned it from Scott. Yeah, you like, didn't take it yeah, from Scott's, me. Yeah, I did it in the news. No one <laughs> listens to the news here. What? what? Well, I did. I work here, and I just <laughs> missed it. Super Shannon says it. I listen, yeah. Patty. I love your news, but I just missed that. And I'll tell you what. Yes, yeah. love it. I'm. I'm every time. I travel. Right. I plug mine in that little tower. Oh, you do? You're yeah. a plugger. Yeah. You're a plugger. He's Not a plugger. anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I now, always let me care. ask you this. What? You can, they now have those exact same charging setups uh, right at your seat on the train and the plane. Have they figured out a way to hack those too? I don't think so. They said malls and airports is what they're saying. Hmm. So I'm not sure about the other, but I think it's a safe bet. 
but they have them everywhere. I mean, restaurants have them. They're hospitals even, have hospitals, them. Hospitals, yeah. They even put them in the golf carts now. The new golf oh. carts wow, have really? a, a charging little plug you can yeah. go in. Oh, boy. Not that everybody. I don't think at the golf rides club. around. Right. In the golf course, are they hacking into your? <laughs> Seven thirty-seven here at CBS FM. As you know, the tournament of champions came to a climax on Friday night, and the winner was James Holtzauer. I thought I'd get the uh, impressions of Jason Block, the cuckoo clock, our game show expert. What'd you think about it? Uh, it was it was very very it was great it was it was really fun because I am not here necessarily to praise James I'm also here to praise Emma Holtow uh, Batcher excuse me <laughs> oh they're together is that breaking news is that breaking news no it's me not having enough coffee that's what that because we should mention that to James's wife yeah I know <laughs> uh, she had the highest non-winning score in the history of the Tournament of Champions. She had $65,000 over the two-day final, and she was the only one to outscore him in two out of three matches that they played against each other. And she gave him a fight. I mean, and also our friend from New Pulse, New York, Francois Barkham, the teacher. Don't even mention his name. Fine, I won't mention his name. Good Lord. You uh, won $5,000. Yeah, I, I know. But he, look, he, Chicken he, feed. Yeah, I know. And, and if you guys didn't see it, it's also, it'll be on the uh, Jeopardy YouTube channel for the next week. The finals, both the, the two-day finals. Are I'm going to go out on the limb and say anybody wanted to see it already saw. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, some people, you know, you never know, but... Um, but let me, just a second here. Yeah. I know you said she won a lot of money. She won 65000 in two days. But yeah. my boy James won $76,000. It wasn't a one-day tournament. I know. It wasn't a one-day tournament. And, the, and if he would have gotten the question wrong on, on Friday night about Japan and Russia, she would have actually won. Believe it or not. Well, she didn't. But she didn't. All uh, right. But, but, you know, James, James was... Give him a little credit, will you? I will. He's, he was spectacular. And All right. We, we, I, I don't know what's going to happen to him next, but maybe, hopefully in May, him versus Brad Rutter versus Ken Jennings. That would be awesome. For those of you who don't know, those are the money-making as two guys, right? To the, Brad Rutter and Ken Jennings are the two highest money-makers in the history of Jeopardy, yes. And also, what was really cool is is that there was that play-along we talked about for the Lust Garden Center. Right. It's raised over $50,000 oh, for charity. That's awesome. To help, uh, they're sending that to help research pancreatic cancer. cancer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was great stuff. And, by the way, I don't know if you also heard about that. Pat Sajak is still out as Jeopardy host. I'm mean, sorry, Wheel of Fortune host. Boy, I'm really screwed up this morning. Um, <laughs> All right, Emma, hold tower. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because uh, of an intestinal blockage. And uh, we also, uh, Vanna White is still hosting right now. Yeah, but she's not, she, she hasn't started hosting yet, has she? No, uh, she has. They've been filming it. They've, they've been filming it. it. Yeah, I know yeah. they're doing it, but I don't, but that doesn't December count. December 9th. Because I can't yeah. see it yet. You're right. Yeah. It'll be in a couple of weeks you'll see her her hosting, yeah. I'll watch this to see her. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll, see it'll how fun. she does. All right, Jason, thank you. Good job, man, except for the whole tower. <laughs> yeah, well, like except you got uh, Emma married to James now. Yeah, that was, you know, <laughs> I'll see you later. I, yeah, I guess later. Goodbye. We were talking about Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you what. 
after they fixed his hair and put him in that red cardigan sweater and he's got the sneakers on. They did a lot of uh, interesting makeup. I was watching them get him ready on TV the other night. He looks he looks like him. Yeah, he does. He and, uh, there was a piece in uh, Parade Magazine yesterday. Yeah, I still read that. Mm-hmm. Um, about him. Uh-huh. And they asked him, what was the hardest thing about playing Mr. Rogers? He said, slowing down, finding the cadence and the tempo, because so much of making movies is a pressure-filled thing. You're always, you know, you're going to stay 10 minutes late. You're always trying to get a shot before you lose the location. You're always just trying to get through it. That's completely different to what Mr. Rogers was all about. Well, we saw that in the documentary. He would just speak and he would show somebody things like how to screw in a light bulb. And he would say, now you take this and you place it in here and then you turn, turn. And you're going as an adult. Okay, let's move it along. Put the light bulb in. But it was so beautiful. They actually actually shot the Tom Hanks movie Mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh at WQED TV. That's the same studio that Mr. Rogers shot in. Yeah. Good. And I don't know, I, I mean, uh, Patty recommended that I go see the documentary, and I did see it, and I thought it was great. And, of course, it's beautiful. like Patty, I shed a couple of tears. It's very, um, it's, it's heart-wrenching in a way. And inspiring. Yeah. That you didn't is. realize what he went through as a kid, and, and that was uh, really added to the story because he understood children so well because he'd gone through difficulties himself. Oh, he's lucky that they didn't have the Internet then with all these uh, haters on there because he went through a period where people were not happy with him. Well, even at his funeral, there were protesters. <laughs> Leave Mr. Rogers alone, you <laughs> jackasses. Yeah. Agreed. Sad. He weighed 143 pounds consistently. Mm-hmm. One, four, three, the same numbers in the words, I love you. Yeah, Aww. that was his thing. He loved I don't think that. he did that on purpose. He did. No, he, he did. was really in... Always stayed at 143? Yeah, he would I swim laps you. and he would yeah. weigh himself and he was very proud that he maintained 143 because of that relationship to those words. I bet this movie does well. Yeah. I, I mean, Tom Hanks He's lived it. He, he yeah. turned into him, you know, as far as the, mm-hmm. the look goes. He really did. I got a quick DA of the day. This this is something special here, folks. Oh. The DA of the day. Of course, it's from Florida. Cops in Fort Pierce pulled over a car driven by Joe Zack. Z-A-K, 37 years old. The car did not pause at a stop sign. So oh. they, you know, they saw it. And they pulled him over. And uh, he had an open can of Budweiser between his legs. Perfect. And they looked around. They found a clear baggie with crack cocaine. <gasps> Police asked Joe Zack about the baggie. He <laughs> said, that's not mine. The wind must have blown it into my car. <laughs> oh, well, that's an explanation. All right, Zach, man. Yeah, that's his defense. Okay. Either the police planted it or the wind blew it into my car. That's not mine. They booked him into the St. Lucie County Jail, later released on bond. This is CBS <laughs> FM. I want to say good morning to a retired NYPD police officer by the name of David Kozlo Jr., Got a shield number, 3568. He's in Eastchester. He's kind enough to write a wonderful note to us. I want to say thanks to Scott, Patty, Sue, John, Brad, Louie, Louie, and the rest of the crew. 
When you talk about the NYPD, I can hear the hints of thankfulness and appreciation in your voice tone when you do that. He said, as a token of our appreciation to all of you, accept this plaque. It's an ode to the NYPD police officer. Wow. It's very nice, very kind to this gentleman. Thank you, David. We do appreciate it. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's, it's a beautiful plaque. See, it's oh, gorgeous. Wow. Oh, Put it's it up so in the studio. It says, yeah. you yell at me, you insult me, you even hold demonstrations about me, but I will still come to your aid. Some of my colleagues left me behind. They're off to other agencies. They say better pay, better conditions, and safer conditions. I will still come to your aid. Family plans after work, missed another event, the spouse mad again. I will still come to your aid. Mm. And that's the thing. That, I mean, I know people focus on some of the cops that aren't the best behavior, you know, some of the people in every business. You have people who aren't, don't live up to what they're supposed to be living up to. And it's to. important to point that out that because those people need not to be a part of, of that because yeah. there are so many, many wonderful police officers out there, and those are the ones we support. I'll tell you what, if I had a job and I walked out that door in the front in the morning, that front door, Mm-hmm. and my family didn't know whether I was going to make it home or not. Right. That's a lot of freaking pressure. No right. kidding. Nobody. All these people sitting around there with all these demonstrations and the stupid signs, they don't know anything about that job. You and don't know what got kind of... these kids throwing water <laughs> on these police officers. I mean, taunting them. Where's the support from the rest of the city? Well, and you know, and of course the numbers show... Twice as many police officers have committed suicide in this country this year as have died in the line of duty. Because of the people that try to right. create the hatred towards them. It's just the, so the there, pressure is amped up even more. Are there bad eggs? Of course. There's a few, but that's a, it's a minute number. Right. And it, it's just terrible when the guys you walk around and somebody spits on you and nothing they can do about it. No. no. It's not fun at all. And the people that they deal with, you don't know. Most people have no idea. There's a, and then when they put him in a courtroom, oh, they're nice, they're really sweet. I apologize, they cry and all that. They weren't crying when they were trying to kill the guy. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you very much, my friend. That's very nice of you. I'll show you this letter, Pat. It's very kind. Yeah. Thank you, David. We do mm-hmm. appreciate it. Radio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brad Blanks talking to John Krasinski. Now, he was on The Office with Steve Carell, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Just canny. He's but money. He's a huge movie star. The movie yeah. star. Yeah. yeah. The horror film. You would have saw that, Scott. You're a big horror yeah. movie. Which one was the, he you could They couldn't speak during the entire film. You barely ever heard yeah. any words spoken. Was it the Quiet Place? A Quiet, Quiet Place. Place. Oh, and Excellent they're doing movie. another one. one. They're doing yeah. a reboot. Uh, not a reboot, but a So he wrote and up. directed it? Mm-hmm. That movie yeah. cost like $20 million to make, and it made $200 million. Yeah. And his wife was in it with him. Oh, she's amazing. She's fabulous. Uh, you yeah. got a little something in the bank then. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful wife. They live in Brooklyn. Yeah, they probably and take Emily their kids Blunt? to school. Emily Blunt. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing now? So he's uh, season two of Jack Ryan. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, this show's great. If you love the Tom Clancy novels, and uh, he plays Jack 
Jack Ryan, sort of a intelligent spy. Let's see what happens when Brad runs into John Krasinski. John, how are you, mate? You going well? It's going great, yeah, thank you. When you were a young man, did you ever think that you would become an international spy, you know, the Jack Ryan? Imagine if I said yes. That would be the most pretentious, awful thing. No, I, you know, Jack Ryan was one of those characters that was easy to look up to because he was a real guy. He didn't have uh, superpowers. He didn't wear a cape. He was just using his brain and, and got a lot done. I think it's it's one of those heroes that you really do believe as a kid you could be, you know? And so... To actually be here now is, is very surreal. In Venezuela, you're taking it on there. There's yeah. a lot of you're getting into yes. more arm wrestles. Yeah, just yes. arm wrestling. That's what the that's whole a, show. Yeah, a, just an arm wrestling. That's what every every episode is. A bit of James Bond stuff here. You are a romantic. Yes, just less sex. There's a lot less sex for Jack Ryan, but that's okay. I've got to say, uh, Steve Carell's entering the streaming world. You're the king of streaming as well. Is Am this I? I don't is this great that people around the world are watching The Office? You know, how does that? Oh, it's feel unbelievable. For, you know, the, I mean, I, I I can't believe that. You know, I thought that when we left the show, it was as big a show as I certainly have ever experienced and now to, the fact that it's 50 times bigger doesn't make any sense doesn't, doesn't make that, that, yeah the fact that 4 year olds are telling me their favorite episodes rather what is than 40 year olds what, what do they say about you and Pam they're, they're fans they're fans well I cried okay good great, great job thank you yeah, thank you you know what I want to get you a bullhorn <laughs> you know a bullhorn why? Why? Well, when you're doing one of those interviews it'd be so cool if you went like this well, you people shut up. I'm yeah. over here doing an interview. Right. Well, that's the whole purpose of the red carpet. That'd be funny, though. Yeah. Ambient that? noise. That's a battle. Brad, you scared yeah. the hell out of me. And they'd yes. never let him come back. Yeah, they could never come red... back. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I'm, I, this whole job of doing red carpet started because I wanted to drink free beer and eat free finger food at the parties And afterwards. I said, whatever, Brad, <laughs> yeah, go that's on. Right. Go and get in there. Just make sure you come back with some, some, some audio. Yeah, uh, but he's a great guy, Krasinski. What a career he's had. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he's got all that, uh, if he's got all that money coming in from that horror movie, right? Yeah. yeah. And the office money. And the office, office money, money alone. That's, that's oh what gosh. these people go for. They always want to be in a sitcom or a you know a right. show that goes syndicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to do anything. But now it's not syndicated. Now you want it to be streamed. Streamed, right? Oh, yeah. That's absolutely. <laughs> well, that's Speaking even more of- lucrative. This is the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.